Now, don't go away, because next on CBS Radio's Comedy Time are those two zany characters of many characters, Bob and Ray. And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. enough of that. Now, we have so much to do today that we're a little beside ourselves. Uh, we've been snapping our assistants here all morning. We've been real cranky today and all afternoon. And, uh, and it's because we have so much to do today. And, uh, you like the over here? Yeah, that's right, please. Uh, what we're doing today, for one thing, is installing the famous Bob and Ray cannon. Now, that's the automatic cannon uh, that fires and goes off automatically when a guest or music excuse irritates me, Excuse us. me, Ray. Would you hand me that Stilson wrench there, please? Stilson wrench, right. Is this the Stilson wrench here? No, it's the other one there. Oh, that's right. Okay, there you are. See, there, that's a big wrench, isn't it? Yeah, let's see. It's a big cannon. Please. Yeah. Now, this cannon, uh, you see, fires off uh, or is loaded with the two dozen country fresh eggs. Uh, that will be sprayed upon any guest who irritates lovable old Bob and Ray. Program gets to a, to a point where it's beginning to grate on us. You'll hear the cannon go off. Right. And, and we have whatever is happening. We have the uh, uh, to discover a new singer, and, and he or she should be singing. If we don't like it, the cannon will go off. And we have a circle painted on the floor where the guest is instructed to stand. Uh, it makes it a lot easier for the automatic cannon to hit the guest. Well, all right, all right. All right. Well, I think they have a test run here. All right. Uh, would anyone uh, like to come up here and irritate us for a little while? Well, how about you? You're all pretty right. good at that. All right. You want to stand right in the center of that uh, well, right center of paint. It's yeah. right. right here, right? Right there. And, uh... Bob and Ray, you are, to me, a couple of cheapskates. No, you can... Oh, come on, Webb. You can irritate us worse than that. Um, uh, by the way, where did you get that haircut? Oh, come on. They get worse than that. Um, uh, by the way, uh, did you want to catch your face in a record changer? All right. That's it. Oh, boy. That new suit you were wearing? Well, I'm covered with eggs. Well, who doesn't? Country fresh eggs. Oh, okay, for irritating us. Well, I'll look swell in the wall off tonight with this. Well, you're going back over there, huh? That's right. We'll have a little shindig. Cesar, Cesar, and myself every day. Well, good luck, and uh, I think maybe you should change the suit before you go out. What's a good way to get egg off a suit? I think just plain cold water is good. Cold water always, because the hot water would tend to cook it a little. So, uh, is it a uh, wash and drip dry suit? No. You stand under the shower in it and. Uh, well, I could do that, but then again, I don't want to catch cold just before my vacation. Of course you don't. For your what? Vacation. I haven't had a vacation in two years. Well, what well, makes you think you should have one now? It's over. It's going to be three years because there's no vacation for you. Uh, when you time. signed up, when you signed on, it was for a three-year stretch, you know. I know. But you remember I had my father come down? He said that uh, you should be able to buy me out of the Barbary service. Well, that doesn't go anymore. He can't buy you out of here. No, you've got to serve it all the way through, huh? That's right. Okay. Yes. You've got another year to go. Well, look, I smell like an omelet. I'm going to run a lot. Okay. Good luck to you, Webley Webster. Thank you. 
irritating assistant here at the Barbara Show, and uh, we have some words about something that's completely the opposite. Higginbotham here. We will now commence our lesson in stereophonic reproduction. <clears throat> Listen to the call of the spotted bill snicker on ordinary stereo. Now then, on a Columbia Stereo One phonograph. <clears throat> Obvious difference, what? The Columbia Stereophonic System really causes all others to blush. For it is not composed of just a few separated speakers. Columbia is the originator and exclusive purveyor of stereo projection. Only Columbia fills every inch of a room with real lifelike sound. Now, when I was bird watching with the Duchess of... But let that pass. You simply must hear the Stereo One phonograph by Columbia. Ask your Columbia phonograph dealer for a demonstration. And, chaps, portables are priced as low as $39.95. Consoles commence at $129.95. Lost that bird. And uh, that was one hour ago. Yes, fine. Okay, sir, we're awfully sorry. We know that's your job. But, you know, we said it's automatic. We can't control that cannon. Hello again, this is Tom Lowell, your well-known travel expert, ready to answer questions sent in by listeners here on the world of travel. Are you ready with the questions, Tom Holton? Or Ray Golding? Right. That uh, name looks the same in print, doesn't it? Tom Holton and Ray Golding. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's the first question, uh, Tom. Uh, what is the Aurora Borealis? It's one of the mysteries of nature. The Eskimos call it bewildering light of little concern. Is that it, Tom? Really? Yes, except that the Eskimos regard it as a good omen. They feel that the light supplied by the Aurora Borealis enables them to see polar bear before polar bear sees them. Tom, Venice, Italy is known as the city of canals, but it's also known for its surprisingly low crime rate. Uh, why is that? Well, because of the network of canals in the city proper, it's quite difficult for the disreputable element to gather on street corners. I see. And Tom, a listener wants to know, what is a fjord? I believe a fjord is a Norwegian car. And which is the best wine-producing province in France? Pomerol. Most vintners there let the wine age in casks for 300 years before they sell it. So if you ever see a waiter ringing out a barrel stave in the wine glass, you can be sure it's from the vineyards of Pomero. Right. Uh, what is the derivation of the word safari? That's a Bantu word uh, dating back many centuries. A little translation is difficult, but generally the word means foolishness. Uh, putting oneself out on a limb... An unnecessary excursion. We have a parallel phrase in our own language that might explain it better. Looking for trouble on the footpath. I see. <clears throat> Excuse me. And which is the best uh, winter resort in this country, Tom? The Lusk House in Mannington, Vermont. Last year, <laughs> Emory Lusk, the proprietor of Lusk House. We have other things we could go on to. If, if, if you well, don't I think that your job... Just a moment, let me finish. Yes. Now, if you don't think that your job is important enough to do it seriously, I suggest you put on your Homburg, your top coat, and beat it. Last year, Emery Lusk, proprietor of Lusk House, 
at Mount Braybrook level. And now the average vacationer... It happened, Tom. I'm awfully sorry. <laughs> but look, we can't afford all these eggs. I mean, there's two for three dozen of eggs. Six dozen, yeah. I mean, and they're going for like 60 cents a dozen uh, right now. I'm awfully sorry, Tom. We well, it's you... all right. You're doing a grand job, Bob and Ray. Thank you very much. You're a sport and a good one at that. Uh, well, then, let's see. Oh, uh, it's time now to present Jack Headstrong, isn't it? All-American American. Hmm? Jack Headstrong. Oh, wait a second. All right. Jack Headstrong. Jack Headstrong. Jack Headstrong. Jack Headstrong. Kirby Ears. Jack Headstrong, All-American American. Jack, Billy, Uncle Jim, and Betty are busily at work at Jack's laboratory on his new transistorized blimp that operates on two regular flashlight batteries. The government, of course, is hoping he will finish it on schedule. But it doesn't look as though he will, as we hear Jack saying. All right, just a second now, Uncle Jim. I have just one tiny adjustment to make, and then All we right, can... Jack, and I hope you in any way. Quiet, Uncle Jim. There's no time for that Jack, now. Billy, quiet, please. There's no Billy. Quiet, Uncle Jim. Quiet, Billy. There's no time for that now. Quiet, Billy. Just a moment. Quiet, Jim. Just a moment. We'll be able to put air in this room. See if it works. Billy, quiet. Billy, there's no time for that now. They are letting your mind run away with you, Billy. Who are those people skulking in the parking lot? I have no idea, Jack, but you've got to finish this blimp on Billy. Yes, Jack. Go out and see who they are. Report back to me immediately. Yes, hurry. Jim, quiet before you say anything. There's no time for it now. I wasn't going to say anything, Jack. Now, I want to install the air in the splint and see if it can go in the air. Hand me the flashlight battery. Yes, here you are. You think this will work, Jack, on quiet, Uncle Jim? Quiet, Uncle Jim. I'm trying to listen. Two pounds. Three pounds. Four. Five. Jack, I went out. Quiet, Billy. There's no time for that now. Quiet, Billy. Eight. Nine, ten, twelve. I don't think it'll work, Jack. That seems to be the trouble, Jack. The air is escaping from the vent. There's something wrong with it here, Jim. Maybe the spies got hold of it, Jack. Quiet, Billy. There's no time for that nonsense now. Well, it's off for Washington. Goodbye. And a few hours later in the Octagon building in Washington. Quiet, General. There's no time for that now. I'm here on a very important mission. Go ahead, Ed Strong. Now, as you know, I've been commissioned uh, by the SBI, that's the Special Bureau of Investigation, to come here with and explain to you about my blimp, my transistorized blimp. Well, you're going to try and go around the world in a seven four-star general. I'm not through. Oh, I'm sorry, Ed Strong. My plan, General, is to go around the world uh, in this blimp and uh, see if it's practical for world travel. Well, it's certainly a good experiment, uh, Headstrong, but you've got to start by Monday. By Monday, sir? That's right, if we are to keep on schedule. Well, that's a practical impossibility, sir. I'm placing all of our hopes on you, Headstrong. You'd better come through. Well, then there's nothing else to do but return home. 
I'll be airborne by Monday. Good luck, Headstrong. Thank you, sir. So Jack heads back to his laboratory, assured that by Monday he'll take off the new transistorized blimp. Be sure and join us next time when we'll hear Jack say, Uncle Jim, I feel sick. In the next episode of Jack Headstrong, All-American American. Seems that this time of year, lots of folks wind up suffering from cold misery. And if this happens to you, here's how you can get relief fast with four-way cold tablets. Here's Stuart Irwin, star of stage, screen, television. Hello. Ask any actor. One thing we have no use for in the movies is a nasty cold. Who wants to go on the set with muscles sore, head throbbing? I need fast relief of cold miseries. What do you do for it, Mr. Irwin? I always take four-way cold tablets. Then I feel better quickly. Four-way is the fast way to relieve cold distress, even of bad virus colds. That's true. Clinical tests of all the leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting. In minutes, four-way's exclusive formula speeds wonderful pain reliever into your bloodstream and all through your body. In the same time, the other leading brands showed no trace of pain-relieving medicines. None of the other leading cold tablets, only four-way, started so fast to relieve all these cold miseries. Relieves muscular pains, headaches. Reduces fever. Calms upset stomach. Also overcomes irregularity. Today, get four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve those nasty cold miseries. Four-way, only 29 cents. Uh, we were going to call in Arthur Strank, but time has escaped us here. So, Mr. Lowell, I wonder if you could come back to the microphones, maybe, yes. and, uh, and finish your prepared script. I know it's important. Just a second, sir. Please. All right, now, where were we when you started to laugh and carry on? You were asking me about the vacationing in Maine. Oh, yes, a vacationer in Maine, Tom, wants to know the best way to lure lobsters into a trap. Well, he might try placing a mannequin's foot at the entrance to the trap. I've always had good luck with that method. Uh-huh. And finally, a slightly skeptical listener asks, is it true that in some parts of the world, fried grasshoppers are a delicacy? Fried grasshoppers is a highly delectable dish in many countries, but a note of warning, order them well done. Very often an underdone grasshopper will get to your salad before you do. Thanks, Tom Lowell. We'll have the voice of a mystery celebrity in just ten seconds. Here's the voice of that mystery celebrity. Hello, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding. Bob and Ray, this is Doris Day. And until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Compelling drama each weekday. The Romance of Helen Trent on the CBS Radio Network.